The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. Well, good fucking morning to you. I sound like a dead person. What is happening with my voice today? Hello and welcome. This is really now turned into the Sometimes Daily Show. Can we agree on that? Because, wow, we had a hiatus. It wasn't planned. Um, you know, network issues, uh, negotiation problems, etc., etc. Um, But I'm back. And hello. To those people who are asking where in the fucking hell the show is, I am sorry. You know, that was a little insincere. I don't really care. You see, the problem that we have here was, I have a job. You know, like all of us idiots, we've got a job. A nine to five, if you will. Well, I wish it was a nine to five, but here I am doing everything else but a nine to five. So, if you're not aware, I own a little company called James Cosmetics. Uh, We sell cosmetics, Karen, it's in the fucking name. Anyway... Um, we launched a Black Friday sale. It is our biggest sale of the year. Um, and can we just stop for a minute? I have said on my social media, Emily has said on her social media, we have said on the company's social media, this is the biggest sale of the year that we do, Black Friday. Okay? We continue to say it all throughout the sale, all in the lead up to the sale, all at the end of the sale. And still, after the motherfucking sale ends, People are messaging, and by people, I mean Karen, I mean Susan, I mean Cheryl, I mean Christy fucking hyphen Lee, are messaging and saying, oh, is the sale off? Yes, sweetheart. We said very clearly, it wasn't a marketing tactic, it's just the fucking truth. There it is. Shut up. But I will say this. We had the biggest sales... Uh, single day sales in our history. We had our biggest month in history. We smashed all the records and it's because of tens like you listening to this because a lot of the literally nobody cares listeners were on there shopping up a storm. They were buying the essentials. They were buying the eye mask. They were killing it. And you know what? We'll reward you with fabulous skin. Let me tell you a story. You know, you might have seen my before and after. I tried a different skincare brand a while ago, a miracle brand. It'll do everything for you. Miracle. Thanks, Cheryl. It fucking ruined my skin. I was like, I was burnt. Like, literally, my face was like scarred virtually. It's on my Instagram. You can see it. I was horrified because I really like having some good skin, you know, and coming back from that is quite difficult. It takes some time. So basically, we have spent a lot of time building out these essential collection uh, skincare range, which is five essential products. Anyway, it went off like no tomorrow. And we love that. Okay. So thank you all for your support. Thank you for all being tens. And also, no thank yous to Cheryl, Susan, Christy Hyphen, fucking Lee, and of course Karen, she's in there somewhere, for messaging and asking why the sale ended. That was it. Fuck off. Okay. Anyway, what have I been doing? Let's do a bit of an update, shall we? Where have I been? What's been going on? As I said, the sale was a whole situation, okay? Not only were we booming there, but I have some other businesses that I run also. So it keeps you busy, you know? Anyway, so what else? I went overseas. Oh, we did a trip and a half. Hello. So I did Sydney. I did Perth. I did Hong Kong. I did New York. I did LA. Okay, I flew right into the riots in Hong Kong. You know, I'm practically UNICEF. I'm sure someone won't like that joke, but you know, whatever. I'm having a drink, stand by. 
Oh, literally parched. <coughs> literally parched. Get up. Anyway, so basically I had to do this round-the-world trip. I had to do Perth. There was some work happening in Perth. I was doing all sorts. Uh, Ben's birthday, which we love. I was then in Hong Kong. Um, Hong Kong, I had – what was happening in Hong Kong? We had Cosmoprof, which is the world's largest cosmetic fair event situation. Let me tell you. People were not going. It was quiet town. And, you know, people were asking about going to Hong Kong. We stayed on the other side. I think the Kowloon side is what you call it. So we didn't see anything, you know, in our face riot related. I did see some, like, aftermath, some shop fronts that had been ruined. But let me tell you, it was a sad state of affairs. I mean, obviously there's some very serious things going on and not to take away from that. But, you know, I was trying to shop, you know, standard. I was in Dior. Um, perusing the stock and you know you're in Hong Kong so the selection is fabulous I mean not in my size obviously because you know over there they stock up to like a medium but um, shopping around and it was like I'm sorry we're closing get out and this is like 5.30pm for a store that closes at like 11 or midnight uh, because the riots may end up this side of the city so they were just shutting all their stores. The place is like a ghost town at 6 p.m. It was incredible. You know, I've been to Hong Kong before. It's a very lively and bustling city. You know, it's one of those places like New York where it can be 10 o'clock at night and it'd be like it's midday in Australia. There's so much going on, so many people, so much happening. But um, 6 o'clock, completely dead. Virtually no one on the street. Restaurants were closed. All the shops were closed. I mean, that must be costing a pretty penny. Louis Vuitton, Dior, you know, all these brands closing at 5.30 as opposed to, you know, 11 or midnight. Whoa, that's got to be some cash in the bank. So very sad state of affairs over there. So we went over and um, had a look. It's where everyone kind of presents, like, what's the next best thing in beauty, if you will. Uh, newsflash, hint, hint, here's a little look into the future. Fucking nothing. I was sorrily disappointed with the variety of options. To be honest, I was a little bit shocked. People were like, look at these. Yeah, they've been around for 100 years. What else you got? And the answer was nothing. They had nothing else. Anyway, so back to the drawing board and coming up with my own ingenuity, if you will. What a word, ingenuity. You really got to push in that first part, though. Um, so, yeah, that was pretty blah. I did come up with a few products whilst there, not based on anything I saw. I had to develop my own bits because, hello, 10 out of 10. Um, what else we got going on? So I did that. <clears throat> then I flew on to New York. Let me tell you, these time zones, I fly well. I fly often, I fly well. But this was a whole situation. Flying to, what is happening with my voice? We just need to have a moment while I just like, what even is happening? It's so early in the morning. And, um, you know, we had the luxury soiree last night at Pacific Fair. So, you know, it was fabulous. I was parting up a storm, so I just need to have a little bit of a uh, a bit of a water moment. I think that's probably better. Anywho, so last night, as I said, was the luxury soiree at Pacific Fair. It's a fabulous event every year. Uh, it's where the luxury mall at Pacific Fair opens up, um, you know, to a late night shopping basically on a Wednesday, um, and all the stores participate, and there's champagne, and there's all sorts happening. Truly, a fabulous event, and one I look forward to every year. Um, a lot of fun, a lot of great people you see. Good to catch up, um, do a bit of a shop hello, and uh, yeah, just have a good night. So you know, excuse the husky voice. Um, wanted to get in here early so we could have a chat. You know, hello. So anyway, uh, I fly on to New York then, and I was flying to New York with my good friends at Hey You, the subscription uh, television service. 
probably not television, what do you call it? The subscription service. So basically, if you don't know about Hey You, it's because you're an idiot. Um, virtually, it is all of the best reality TV shows on one platform. Now, I don't want Cheryl coming and talking to me now, okay? I like myself reality TV, and I like a big dose. Do you know what I'm saying? I like to just watch that stuff and just... That's the end. You know, I'm not putting on Nat Geo and listening to like, I don't know, educate. No time for that, okay? I have a job that's very arduous on the mind. So I like to go home and just watch two 40-year-old women screaming at each other over nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? So Hey You is my friend. Um, the team over there are fabulous. They reached out. We've had a chat. Um, and they said, look, 10 out of 10 – Literally nobody cares. Let's do something. And I said, let's. So they said, we are doing uh, an event in New York. So Bravo in uh, America is basically where a lot of the, what do you call them, reality type TV shows, um, like The Housewives, like uh, Million Dollar Listing, etc. All of those TV shows are on the Bravo network. Hey You has all of those shows. So like, it's truly a 10 out of 10 because look, I was a Johnny Come Lately to the Real Housewives franchise. I haven't watched it before. So I wanted to get into it probably six months ago because my sister's constantly on about it. So I was like, I'll give it a whirl. And you can literally go back and watch from like the beginning of time on these TV shows like 14 seasons ago and catch up. Truly stunning. So if you are looking for a bit of a binge, if you weren't sure that you could do a bit of a backup, Hey You is the service for you. And you get a free seven-day – no, a free seven-day. Hello? Ill. You get a free month. And it's also cheap, okay, Karen? I don't want to hear about it. Like you can budget for some sort of delicious, salacious television, okay? So anyway um, – Hey, you and the fabulous people over there were chatting and they said, look, Bravo is hosting their first ever Bravo Con. And Bravo Con is a huge event they were planning, their first time ever doing it, where basically they bring all of their celebrities from their marquee shows and they do events on stage. You can meet them. There's all sorts happening. It's really just a festival to love and appreciate reality TV. Now, I am a lover of reality TV. I wouldn't say that I'm as big a fan as some of the people who are at the event because they were at a different level to me. But I am a lover for sure. So we went over, Emily and I, and we just went around to all these different events. We went to the Million Dollar Listing panel. We met all the people from Million... Well, not all the people, but like the people that you care about, right? You know what I'm saying? They were all there. Great little chat. It was good because I was giving some insight into the new season that's coming out soon. Hello. So it was like, you know, really amping it up. Then you got to meet them and say, hey. Then, hey, you. And then we went and did a few of the Real Housewives panels because obviously there's different franchises. So we did that. We went to um, Ask Andy which was great. So Andy Cohen, who obviously is an executive with Bravo, he was doing some questions and answers um, because he obviously has a TV show that's called Watch What Happens Live, which I believe the only way to watch that is on Hey You in Australia. It's probably on something like at midnight, but hello. So Hey You. Um, and Celine was a guest the other day. Hello. So, you know, there's a combination, Andy Cohen and Celine Dion. Um, so basically saw that. Then, yeah, you know, he announced a new franchise for the Housewives. But while I was there... This is why I'm bringing this up. There was a TV show that everyone seemed to be talking about, um, you know, in the audience, on stage. You know when you go to something? I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe it's just me. But when you're in an event like this and they're talking about multiple different things, in this case, TV franchises, and you wait for the cheers. So they play like a promo clip 
And of course, the crowd is going wild when the housewives come up and it's like a little bit lower for this show, a little bit higher for that show, a little bit lower for this show. But then this TV show came up that I never heard of called Below Deck. Now, there's apparently Below Deck and Below Deck Mediterranean. My Instagram people are telling me that I need to be watching it immediately. I had never heard of it before. It received this roaring applause when it came on. There were all these characters I had never idea who they were. I say characters, but they're real people. Um, so that's an interesting one. I don't know if you've watched Below Deck, but please let me know because I'm about to invest on Hey You and go back to the beginning. But the question is, and I did ask this on Instagram, but I'll ask you good people, do I watch Below Deck or do I watch Below Deck Mediterranean first? I feel like Below Deck probably came first, so that feels more organic to me, but you let me know. But let me tell you, it was a fabulous event. It was like four days um, and it was just all reality TV. Like if you love TV, it was really a 10 out of 10 of event. Um, it also was a bit eye-opening seeing a 40-year-old woman with a Bloody Mary screaming um, at another 40-year-old TV icon on stage was something to behold. Um, I've never seen so many Carols and Susans in person uh, at, at quite a level. So um, that was fun to be honest, you know, to be right there in the wild with them. So it was great though. I mean, you know, you just, it's kind of weird, right? Like you watch these people on TV and then they're just sort of sitting there and it's kind of a bizarre, you kind of forget that they're real, especially with the Real Housewives because truly some of the stuff that goes down on that show, you're like, I mean, honestly. Oh, and there's another show that um, I'm not a huge watcher of. I'd watched a little bit leading up to it, uh, which was, oh, I've forgotten the name of it. That's so me. I am the worst with names. Vanderpump Rules is the name. And no one's in the room with me. So like that came from, you know, my mind. Vanderpump Rules. So that TV show, which uh, is obviously Lisa Vanderpump, who was on The Housewives. She then has this show, which follows sort of her restaurants and the staff within. Um, we got to see the first episode of season eight. It's coming out in Jan, which was saucy, if I'm honest. Very saucy. So get ready for that. But um no, it was a really fun time. So we did that in New York and it was crazy. We were there for four days and it was nuts. We were supposed to be there for five. We cut it short. Um, did all of that. And we're racing across town and here and there because the event was set up over several venues. So it was very wild. And then what else did I do? That was pretty much in New York. It was consumed all of our time. Then we flew on to Los Angeles uh, where I went and saw my good friend James Charles. Um, we hung around. We did some podcasting for Emily's podcast, the You Can by Emily Sky podcast with uh, Anna Victoria. We also did a podcast with Claire Holt. Hint, hint, that's coming soon. And she's fabulous. She's from a couple of different TV shows, The Vampire Diaries and The Originals. She's a 10 out of 10. And H2O from back in the day, if you know it's, what's up. Um, yeah, that was LA. And then we flew home. Again, cut that a little bit short as well um, so that we could get back quicker. So I was due back on the Friday morning. The James Cosmetics Black Friday sale was due to start the Thursday night, but um, that stressed me out a bit. So instead I landed the Thursday morning, we launched it the Thursday night, and then it was, you know, just a complete and utter shit show from that point forward because everyone's a 10 out of 10 that listens to this and supports. So anyway, um, that was my international trip. It was fun. It was fresh. It was happening. Oh, when I flew home, we went via the private swoosh dying so basically oh it was a 10 out of 10 so he'll message me about this so here's the answer basically it's called the private suite um it used to be a celeb moment but now you can buy your way in love that for me and uh you basically just don't even see lax so you arrive by this like side terminal situation that's like not even a terminal like it's this like 
chic little moment uh, off to the side of uh, the runway. And, um, you know, you go in there, you're greeted, your bags fly out the back door, they take them, you don't see them again, they tag them, they get sent to the plane. Uh, so that was fabulous. You get put in this private little room, full menu available to order what you'd like, candies, alcohol, you know, every toiletry on earth, every everything you can ever imagine is in this fucking room. Beautiful view of the runway. When it's time to go, they come and collect you. You know, oh, sorry, masseuses came in. You know, there's a beautiful spa to go and get showered and whatever prepared for the flight ahead. They come and collect you. You then go through TSA where they walk you through one by one. There's no lines. It's just you and one TSA person. They clear you. You get your stuff. They were so patient. Like, oh, if, I mean, if you could take your laptop, I mean, you know, sorry to inconvenience. I mean, you know, whereas usually at LX, it's like, excuse me, how many fucking times? Get your... I mean, and that's usually me saying that, to be fair, because I don't really get it. You know, people who are like, oh, do I have to take my shoes off? Um, yes, Karen. Did you not see the sign? And then did you not see the guy yelling at you? And did you not see everyone else walking barefoot? Do you think people walk barefoot in an airport by fucking choice? No, Karen. That's not a thing. Yes, we're all, I mean, honestly. And the people who go through and haven't thought it through, right? You've had to take your shoes off at American airports for a fucking long time. The people who are going through there and haven't thought about having fucking socks on, I'm sorry. If you are going through barefoot, you need to have a long, hard look in the motherfucking mirror. Holy Jesus. The airport? That's disgusting. I'm sorry. No, Cheryl. Absolutely not. So anyway, uh, none of that business. Didn't take my shoes off. You just mosey through. I mean, it was delicious. They then escort you outside to your waiting BMW, where they then drive you across the tarmac with the planes, park at the front of the plane, escort you up the stairs and directly onto the aircraft where they hand your boarding passes over to the gate. I didn't see a boarding pass. I didn't touch it. My passport was returned to me when I boarded the flight. It was truly delicious. I mean, LAX is a complete and utter shit show. So when you've got this sort of a service, it's just, it makes the whole thing better. And I was injured. I mean, let me tell you a story. I'm still suffering from injury as well, I must say. I don't know. So I don't know what's happened, truly. I slept bizarrely right before I went to America a few days before, well, Hong Kong or whatever. Um, I was, I often work at home in bed late at night. I had a pillow to prop my laptop up uh, on my legs and then I was typing on my laptop and I fell asleep in that position. I obviously sort of leant back, closed my eyes for just a moment and then never recovered. Uh, woke up, my neck snapped to the side, laptop still in front of me, etc. cetera. Uh, and a, an enormous pain in my neck, uh, which ran down into my back. Now, of course that happens often. You sleep weirdly, you know, 24, 48 hours goes by, you recover. The initial sort of pain went away, but then this like, unbelievable strain in my back and then my arm just ensued like my right shoulder anyway that wasn't ideal it just continued to grow and get worse found out that it was likely a pinched or something nerve so then I was on the phone to Emily's you know sports physio expert dude Jono who is a lifesaver who's like showing me he's filming himself at home doing the exercises so that I can then replicate them to try and give me some relief it was a true disaster so and <clears throat> the problem is as well of course you know you're flying around in these planes and you know 
I shouldn't be whinging because I'm flying business, but you know, it's still a narrow seat. So, you know, it's kind of forcing your shoulders forward, which is, you know, is part of the problem, blah, blah, blah. So that was all happening. So to not have to go through LAX with this whole like arm moment happening and just have your own little moment was really a 10 out of 10. So that was fab. Um, what else is going on? That was kind of that trip, which was really fab. I then got back. We've just gotten over James Cosmetics sale. We're now into Christmas. We've launched our Christmas packs, which we do every year, which people are obsessed with, um, which is a variety of the eye masks. We have so many eye masks in the collection. A lot of people don't know what to start with. The Christmas boxes have a mixture of the different masks in each box. So technically, if you were to buy all three boxes of the Christmas boxes, you would have all of our eye masks to try. Um, so that's really sort of a good way to get in there if you've not tried them before, because let me tell you, they fucking work. Um, so that's that. They've launched, which is great. They're actually on, you know, hi, welcome to my tele... I was going to say telethon, but I'm not raising money. So well, I kind of am. Uh, my... What do you call them? And now I'm thinking Telemundo. What a fun word, Telemundo. No, uh, what do you... Like an infomercial. They're now 30% off. Oh, oh. Yeah. So the Christmas box bundle, if you buy all three together, they're, I think it's almost 40% off. If you buy them individually, they're 30% off. So it's a bargain. Get in there. Hello. So anyway, um, that's that. It's coming to Christmas now, my favorite time of year, as everybody is fully aware. What a magical time to be alive. And, you know, America really gets behind it. They've got a lot. It's good spirit. I also think the cold really does hit home. Do you know what I mean? I think the cold, I don't know if it's movies or what it is, but the cold really makes you feel like a Christmas moment. I really feel into it when I feel cold. I don't know why. But um, it really, it's just magical over there. And the season is just magical. And I've encountered a few people who, you know, shut up. You know, you can either be, you can get on board or fuck off is my opinion. Like truly, realistically, it's here, right? Christmas is here. December's here. It's the end of year. So like whether you like it or not, you're getting through the season, right? Time isn't stopping for you, Cheryl. You know, hello. If only we could go back in time, undo the box die, undo the Crocs purchase and people who are buying Crocs for Christmas presents. I mean, unless it's your worst enemy, why would you want that on your bank statement? You know, that's evidence. If you run for public office one day, do you not think that's going to come out? I mean, truly. Anyway, so it's just a magical time of year. Personally, I just think you need to throw yourself right into it. I don't think it's about the gifts you give. I don't think it's about the gifts that you receive. There's something about Christmas. If you look at the average around the world, this time of year, people are giving gifts. People are coming together with their family. People are sharing stories. They're finishing work. There's, you know... You can find more happiness in this season, more joy than you can, in my opinion, any other. And I think that's a choice. Either you decide to embrace the happiness of the season or you don't. Either you're me or you're fucking Carol. And I just don't Do I normally say Carol? Is that new? Susan, Cheryl, Karen, Chrissy fucking hyphen Lee. Carol's new. Welcome to the team, Carol. You know, she's fucking annoying anyway. Throw it in there. So I just think that maybe you need to make a decision in your life to get on the train. It's the Christmas train and it really is a sleigh, if I'm honest. So I just think that it's one of those things that either you choose to get into it. And I think the people who are going against it to me are like Android users. They're those people who are like, oh, I don't want to go with the crowd. You're not cooler for not liking Christmas. Like nobody gives a fuck about what you're saying. Nobody cares. Again, 
the season is here. You're going through it whether you like it or not. That's just the reality of the situation. So I think get on board. I have a three and a bit metre tree in my office. I have a stunning tree at my house that I've now decorated, posted on Instagram. I'll need to do a proper photo just to showcase. This year I've introduced red into my tree. It's been the first year in many that I've introduced red. I was going with all metals in previous years. So it was just silvers and golds. Uh, Three years ago, rose gold was included in that. But unfortunately, rose gold is over. Okay, if you're listening to this and you've got rose gold on your tree, please be aware for 2020, rose gold is over. Thank you anyway. So rose gold left a few years ago and we were left with silver and gold and it was a stunning display. But this year I wanted classic Christmas to come back. So I went on a hunt for decorations. Now can we pause for a moment? I went on my annual hunt for Christmas decorations. I tour many a location before I invest in anything. I go to the Christmas shops. I go to the department stores. I go to the independent stores. I looked in New York at the Christmas stores. I looked in Los Angeles at the Christmas stores. I was looking everywhere for Christmas. Can I just say as an aside to this aside that I really appreciated Hong Kong getting into Christmas. There were trees all over the airport. There were trees in the you know, shopping areas. There was bunting. It was all happening and I was there for it. Thank you, Hong Kong. Anyway, so I visited all the stores because I like to assess my options before I then start purchasing. Because the last thing you want to do is purchase in the first shop, get to the next shop and realize there are better options, you know? So I like to assess all options and return and make my decisions. So I, of course, went to, and we don't need to get into names, a very large department store in Australia. And they have a collection in their store, okay? The collection in their store... um, Let's put to the side the pinks and the blues and the purples because I don't have it in me today. But anyway, they have a collection of, I can only imagine that it is a homosexual Christmas section, okay? It is rainbow-coloured decorations. Reindeers in rainbow colours, ornaments in rainbow colours, a star on the Christmas tree in rainbow colours, everything in motherfucking rainbow colours, all grouped together like a gay parade. Now, I am sorry. Yes, I'm a member, but I am fucking offended by that. And let me be clear, I am offended by nothing. I don't care. It takes a lot to offend me. I think we are politically correctness gone mad. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Don't give a fuck. But I will say this. I don't need a gay section. It's Christmas. The gays have got it covered, okay? You should see my tree. It's fucking stunning because I know what I'm doing. The only people buying from the gay collection at this department store are people with no taste people with no idea, and people who are out to ruin good design. And let me tell you, that isn't many gay people. Maybe lesbians. I can't be sure. But that isn't many gay men, okay? We don't need your little section. We will find and select the well-put-together ornaments, acceptable uses of glitter, acceptable uses of gold on a red ornament, the correct red, not the cheap and nasty light red, etc. I can find these ornaments. What on earth? This is literally, and we need a new name for this person. And I don't know what the name is, but it's probably like a, I don't know, like a Sharon or like a something in that realm who thinks she's out there supporting being like, yeah, gay rights. I'm going to put this disgusting ornament on my tree. No, that's not helping anyone. It's setting us all back. 
what we're bringing to the rest of the world is a good design aesthetic, okay? So we're not shopping in that disgusting department if anyone's listening to this from said department store. We don't want your shady as fuck ornaments because they're frankly disgusting. It will, oh God, why would we need our own ornaments? I don't, you know, if you're going to be tragic, just go into the middle of the shops and get one of those like hand painted with your name on an ornament, okay? Like honestly, back to your trailer and fuck off. Anyway, so... My tree is up. It's truly fabulous. I've introduced red this year, as I said. Um, this year was a little bit difficult, I will be honest. It was hard finding appropriate red ornaments, finding something with that deep red that really makes sense for Christmas. That's like, you know, the difference between a cheap Santa and a good Santa suit. That deep red, finding that was difficult. Finding uh, non-abuse of red glitter was difficult this year, but we've pulled it off. I got a new tree this year too. This one has the lights built into it because it was really difficult last year with the, it was just too hard. This was easy. It's three pieces, bang, 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 your tree is up. Because I like to spend the time on the design aesthetic, not construction of the tree. Construction Sam is advanced, but he doesn't like, he, he loses focus, you know? He likes a simple task. So I needed something a little bit simpler, you know? So we've got that. Um, as always, the uh, design changes in my home, of course. Uh, all of my centerpieces on tables, on benches, etc., all change to Christmas-themed. Beautiful, ornate silver Christmas trees fill the space. You know, uh, beautiful silver, ornate balls with lights inside that just create a really warm glow to the house. Uh, my front entry, uh, little bar area. Again, changing that up with a Christmas tree, changing that up with... Um, a what do you call it with the you know you shake it and it's got like the snow inside like a snow globe is that what it's called whatever that is um you know there's all sorts happening and so these beautiful silvers and golds and red it's just setting the place off this year i think i'm going to install uh a wreath if you i have a wreath on my front door obviously because i'm not a crazy person the outside world needs to be aware that this is a home that celebrates um i think i'm going to cover my doorway this year in like a wreath arch which i'm loving um that's just being worked out at the moment because I will need that to be installed. Um, and also my house is transformed because there's a lot of entertaining around this time of year. So, you know, we're getting all sorts sorted, you know, bringing in the appropriate alcohols, etc., to entertain um, and the like. But I'm very excited. It's been a huge year for us, really big for all the businesses, which is fabulous. But again, I just want to circle back because I've sort of discussed it um, already at length, but why not? You know, I like to repeat myself. You really have to decide to be a Christmas lover. You know, I don't think it's something that's either in you or not. I was certainly raised to love it and that helps. But I think that you need to decide that this is a great time of year, that you can celebrate, that you can spend time with friends and family, and that you can enjoy the fact that you're all coming to the end of a year, another year. You know, we've all been through a lot this year. This has been a fucking roller coaster. Hello. We've all done that and we're at the end of that year now and we can celebrate that. And what we've chosen to call this time of year is Christmas. And you know, what a magical time. Trees, beautiful ornaments, you know, shopping centers, carols, you know, and again, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'm sorry that we need to take 30 something days out of the year for December to play Christmas carols. To people who are walking around who are like, oh, fucking carols. I'm sorry. The rest of the other 11 months of the year, well, for me it's 10 because I like to have November as well, but for the average, 11. The rest of the 11 months of the year, you can listen to your songs about, you know, beating people up and rape and like misogyny and like disgustingness and like 
my pants are low and like I'm a G unit cool brother. Like fuck off. Okay. Like you've got 11 months to listen to that garbage for 30 days. We can all have a sing song about things that aren't about violence that aren't about like the world's issues. That's just about being happy and spreading joy and just fucking smiling. Okay. That's what's happening here. And if you think it's all too commercial, it's all this and it's all that. When you go into a shop, and you buy a Christmas present. I'm sorry, but that's given jobs to people. There is a lot of people in this country who work in the retail sector at all levels, marketing for brands, frontline retail staff, etc. Those people have those jobs because of this spend. You know, 99% of our retail brands in this country will do upwards of 30% of their annual revenue in this season. If this season doesn't exist, what do you think fucking happens, you morons? People are so stupid. Valentine's Day is just a commercial holiday. Of course it's a commercial holiday because unfortunately February is a shitty time in retail. So they're trying to drive up the sales. And I'm sorry, is it such an inconvenience that we have a day where we celebrate love? Oh no. How miserable must your fucking life be that that's too hard? Do you know, this has been a very ranty episode, but you know, it's been a while. I just don't like people who are like, oh, Christmas carols. Okay, we fucking get it. You can rap in January, okay? You can sing your tragic fucking music then that I don't understand because there's no words and it's all just fucking noise, okay? That's coming again soon. Get into it. And you know what? Put that crap on in your car anyway. They're going to kill you then at the shops. We're celebrating a little Mariah Carey, you know, a little Celine Dion. I mean, that's never a problem all 12 months of the year. But, you know, Michael Bublé, John Legend, there are some, fa- you know, uh, Coldplay has a fabulous Christmas song, Christmas Lights. I quite enjoy it. Um, it's fab- It's just it's just fabulous, the whole season. And you've just got to decide to be into it. And when you choose to let it into your life, it really is magical, you know. And don't let yourself be stopped by whatever it is. People who turn it into about a competition about gifts and this, that, and the other – Yes, it can be difficult for some people. I understand that this time of year. There are a lot of expenses, etc. It's about embracing the elements that are achievable for everyone. It's about making sure the holiday remains what it is, spending time with family and friends and enjoying that end of year, enjoying a big year. Everyone struggled, everyone's had highs, everyone's had lows. It, that's what it is. And if you can't do that, well, you're a miserable fucking person and you're never going to change. I can't help you. No one can help you. Okay, Cheryl? No one can help you. Thanks anyway. That's Christmas. Um, anyway, now that we've gotten through that and thanks for sticking with me, we should chat about Christmas because what are we at now? It's the 5th of December. I think we'll push this episode out today because people have waited long enough. Um, we need to do something as I lead into the end of uh, the December season. Um, I think we need to do some sort of giveaway. I think we need to do something. I would like to do something a little bit charitable if that's at all possible. So um, we have a great audience here of people. I'm going to share it on my Instagram as well. I've just decided this in the room. Producer Courtney's going to kill me. Everyone's going to want to jump me because I'm just coming out with things on the fly. What's new? But we should try, if there is someone out there that is doing it tough, They've had a tough year. They've had a tough month. They've had a tough few years, whatever it might be. Is there someone out there that Christmas this year financially is going to be a little bit more difficult and that maybe I can help? I don't know. 
you should just let me know. We don't need to make a palaver of that. We're not going to do websites and registration forms. You're all good people. If there's someone that you know, if there's someone out there that might be able to be helped a little bit, why don't you just hit me up in my DMs? Because this is the time of year for that sort of stuff, okay? Let's not try and turn into some sort of like fucking, you know, who do I think I am, fucking Oprah. But, you know, if there's someone out there, you just shoot me a DM. Let's have a chat in the private. You know, let's do that. Um, and Cheryl, I'm not contributing to a Crocs fund, okay? So fucking, you know, put the box die in your iPhone down. That was obviously a joke. Cheryl clearly uses an Android. So, or a Huawei. Um, she can't use a Huawei. Who's she kidding? Cheryl's terrified of the Chinese government. Um, so anyway, that's that. We're going to do some giveaways for sure. There's going to be some James Cosmetics giveaways for sure. I'm just going to buy some other stuff because, like, why not? What kind of stuff should we be giving away? I'll ask in the private Facebook group. What's the private Facebook group, you ask? You're a fucking idiot, okay? A complete fucking idiot. The private Facebook group is a fabulous location of fabulous people. Just search Literally Nobody Cares on Facebook uh, and you'll discover it. We share all of the Cheryls in the world that we dislike. We just have a general chat. Um, I'm going to be more in there during December because I've been very slack. Um, but hit me up in there. I'll post a question. You let me know what we should be giving away during December. I don't know if it's like a 12 days thing. Is that like a little bit blah? Um, 12 days is hard because I probably would have to start like, you know, now, depending on how many episodes I do. Um, but let's work it out. I think let's do it, you know. Um, looking at you or my, uh, my hardcore people who are in there to help me out with the gift ideas. But certainly let's do some giveaways. Let's make some magic happen. Share some pictures up. You know, people are posting their Christmas trees for me to see. Um, and I appreciate that regardless. You know, some people's Christmas trees certainly need some help. But it's not about that. You know, there are some that need help, but that's fine. You've gone to the effort. You've got your tree up and you're celebrating. And that's the main fucking thing, like I've already said. So, um, you know, get into that. Share up a storm. Let me know what you guys are doing for Christmas. This year for me, I will be Christmas Day. Every year my family alternates. So uh, some years it's Christmas Day, some years it's Boxing Day, then it goes back to Christmas Day, the Boxing Day, then my family all gets together. Um, my, my wider family, not just my immediate family. Christmas morning, my uh, immediate family, my mum, my sister and my dad, we all get together and Benj, because he'll be over. Uh, we all get together for breakfast at my mum's house. She does breakfast every year. Um, then usually, you know, we'll do something else for lunch. You know, obviously if it's one of the years where we're on with the wider family on Christmas, we then go up and see them in the early after, or in the late afternoon, I should say. Um, and then, uh, but this year it's Boxing Day. So Boxing Day is a bit hectic for me because I work Boxing Day because we have media in a lot of the centres that we work with. So I'll be on site with uh, press and making sure that things are happening. It's also a good time, right, because, you know, check out the Boxing Day sales, why not? So um, I'll be working and then I'll go up to the family event. But yeah, Christmas Day is always fun. Um, so I don't know what we're going to do this year. Maybe something fun. I'll have to think about that. Love to know what uh, all of you fabulous people are doing for Christmas. Do you have traditions like that? Are you getting together on alternate days, etc.? Um, tell me a story. But yeah, I need ideas probably for Christmas Day, which is exciting. All sorts of planning going on for all sorts of events towards the end of the year. My staff Christmas party and things like that. But really just... What a fabulous time. If you've already said it, but wow. Now, this one was going to be a sometimes daily show, but it's turned into a giant one. So I don't know. We'll just pretend it's like a Wednesday show, but late or something, shall we? I mean, who fucking knows? We make our own rules. Do you know what I mean? We just do what we want. That's what we care about. So anywho, that's pretty much a life update from me. I think that sort of catches us up. I'm trying to think of what I was doing before I went away. Did I record? I can't even remember. I was thinking to myself I was going to record while I was away, but oh, it just didn't happen. You know, time flew. And then every day we're at events and we're all sorts of stuff. It was just all happening. 
So I missed that, sorry, but we've caught up now. I feel like we're on top of it. I flew Cathay Pacific this time, um, which was pretty good. You know, the first flight, we got the oldest plane in the air, which was a bit rough. But um, then we got some newer planes. It was fabulous. I flew home Qantas. Now, you guys know my Qantas situation, and I'll tell you, it continued. The staff on Qantas do not like a young person flying business, okay? That's just the fucking truth. They're not nice. Like, you're on a plane. You're close to everyone. I can see that you're talking to me like a piece of shit, and you're talking to the white-haired 50-year-old man like he's the king. Like... That's just what it is. When I boarded the flight, right, and maybe they were jaded because we were escorted on there by those private, sweet, fabulous people, but when we boarded, I was seated in row, I don't know, it wasn't one. I think it was like six, but it was the front of that section. And so I think it's like a a bassinet seat. Obviously, there was no one flying with kids. Um, And so, because I hadn't chosen my seats. Um, So we were right in front of that, like, I don't know what you call it, like a bulkhead or something. Anyway, like a big area. Um, and so on top of that area, which is immediately, it's connected to my seat. Um, they've put all the pajamas. Now the flight attendants are doing a lot of shit when people board a flight, right? Like you're trying to board hundreds of people. There are overhead baggage issues as we all fucking know. There's a lot happening, right? So I just saw the pajamas were all there piled up in their sizes. I just took my size and I went and changed. And then I get this fucking lecture from the flight attendant. I like, I don't get it. What is your problem? Like, fuck off. I made your job easier. I don't need your help. There they were. They're right in front. They're connected to my seat. I mean, it's practically an invitation. Anyway, but I must say, for a long-haul business flight, they have the best seats in the air, hands down. They've got this new seat happening now. Uh, It's wider. It's longer. If you're a tall person, it's truly fabulous. Huge TV. Selection of shows wasn't that great, though. But it's tough when you fly multiple flights because you've watched all the good stuff and then you end up with the garbage. Anyway, that's the show for today. I am very sorry for the giant hiatus. We're going to try and stay on it now because it's December, my favourite time of year. I love you all. Please make sure you're on the private Facebook group. Please make sure you're chatting to me on Instagram at underscore Sam Mangan. Let's enjoy December together. You have a fabulous day.